0: Word podcast episode nine, go. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Mason. How
1: are you? Good. We might need to find a different way to differentiate the beginning of each podcast. Why? Because there are were, there were multiple ones titled episode four, or that we thought were episode four. Eh, yeah, whatever.
0: So I edited the podcasts. That's great. That was fun. So would you... That's fascinating. <laughs> it was. I think you're going to have to explain why that's interesting.
1: I, I had to listen to us talk a lot, and then take notes on it so I could write interesting, appropriate product descriptions or podcast descriptions.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You're dedicated to listening to yourself speak. Yep. So, what did you? What, when you were editing? What did you do? I. I mean, you can just say you edited the podcast and leave it at that if you like. Well, I didn't really edit so much
1: as I just listened to them. Like, oh. if I wanted to, I kind of like turned up the decibel level a little bit, but not by much. Tried pulling out silences. Audition has built in delete silence that doesn't like working for us because I think we have a lot of background noises. Because you give it like a threshold Mm -hmm. of what's silence and then what is audio. Mm -hmm. And then you also give it a range. So if it's below 70 decibels or negative 70 decibels for more than 200 milliseconds, then that's silence. Mm -hmm. But I would keep trying to adjust those settings to get it to get all of the silence. And in that auto wipes
0: is just not, it's not going to do what you want. Well, yeah. there,
1: well, there was one time when I adjusted it and it goes, okay, we found two silences and the first silence was the first half of the podcast and the second silence was the second half of the podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to delete either of those, so I guess we're sticking with this.
0: Welcome to the podcast recording podcast. This is how we record podcasts. So what are we actually talking about? Your are home No we're recording podcasts. Nope, that's not what we talk about.
1: What are we actually talk about? We're talking about video games. We're talking about video
0: games. We're about news. We're talking about business. We're talking about love. I hope not. Please, no. I don't love anything. Alright, moving know, on. You love uh, I think I do love Metal Gear Solid. But it's platonic. <laughs> it's platonic. Um, platonic. It's pretty good. Let's see. Let's see. How are we, what's the order that we usually go in? You listen to all the podcasts. Which do you like more? Which part? Which order? Which the flow you like? Do you like talking about the news first and then the games? The games the news, the games we're working on in the news? I like I like games we played because I think we both played the same games. Well, I'll talk about that later, though. Really? Yeah. Well, then why'd you even ask me? Nah, I don't know. That's a loaded question. Just like when you waited for me to record the podcast, talk about the- editing podcasts. Um, so, we have a website now we do it's semi up it's ward-games.com and if you go to it right now it says blog a blog and podcast one but those aren't actually real that won't be there when you look at it dear listener um shit I said um uh fuck no
1: It's <laughs> you late like to start over or you gotta keep going
0: no no don't you dare okay okay don't so sure the website's up it's gonna have a website feature some of our games Lapotage, Arbo nightlife and peak is in there somewhere and he's a lid he's a banner image product image just the home screen if you want a logo um but yeah we have a we have a website these will be up somewhere and on a feed soon yeah so that was what I did this week um for games I guess you're gonna keep plugging away at Arbo
1: Yeah, I asked you yesterday which one I should finish first because they're all in different stages of non-completion. And you said Arbo because, you know, obviously Kirby and Sean helped us with that. Yeah, my
0: heart says Nightlife, but I think Arbo is closer to done too. I think so too. So I'd rather rather finish one and be like, this is a done thing. Never look at it again. Peak's a done thing. Yeah, but since I read it in Unity 5, it's less of a done thing. Aw,
1: damn it. And I'd like to go back and and do something more with it but
0: we can throw up the base version it's up to you man i'm picky 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 it's really good to be picky until you put nothing out into the world and then you're thirty years old and you're just depressed and alone anyways is this coming from you or is this coming from somewhere else i'm don't just talking man just talking you got a done game you gotta put it up you're right you're right you gotta let people see it use right and make a bullet point list Things they don't like. Just kidding. Um, no, we gotta get feedback, man. We gotta know what's working and what's not working. The most feedback we've ever gotten was peak because the only one we put up in time for uh, comments. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially and, not feedback from Nightlife when we have people play
0: Right, and I think Nightlife's the most, but I think I, you know, I. Friends and family are great to get feedback from, but they're never gonna be as honest as the the filthy public. I saw.
1: I saw a picture of. A series of Facebook comments mm-hmm. yesterday. And it was a woman putting up a drawing she did on Facebook. She's like, and in the comments was one of her friends going, "Can I give you your honest, my honest feedback? Mm. My, can I give you? Can you handle constructive criticisms? Like, I don't want to come across as mean." And the woman who made it was like, "No, no, no! I want to hear what you have to say." <laughs> Friend goes, "Fucking sucks." It's like that's not constructive criticism. And then that statement got like. A bunch of likes
0: because <laughs> that's
1: a true statement it's like you can't just say I mean there's something to be said for taste but that's not the only thing to be said
0: no I mean feedback uh, you you want to provide feedback that gives either a direction to run in or a obvious flaw right but it's so much better to provide because um, everything that we do lately is just about user testing and um, kind of walking people through it and then you have to direct the feedback into ways that you can internalize and use. Because right. it's really, anyone can tell you why they don't like, I mean, what they don't like about something. And nine times out of ten, you probably can anticipate that, um, minus taste things. But, like, if a mechanic doesn't work, it doesn't work. Well,
1: that's what happened when we put out Peak. Like, everyone everyone was saying in the comments, you can go back and look at them, on the Lutendari website, they just said, oh, why does not this included? Why is this, 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 this? And then I would respond with, we saw all those, we didn't have time to address them, well, We made this creative choice. Not that I was being defensive,
0: but no, no, no. they were curious
1: about yeah. the process.
0: Well, and that's, you know, but the, that kind of feedback, I, I I embrace. Give me all your unsolicited... unsolicited because that's the kind that, that you can make decisions based on, and you can either he turn, and we're gonna follow through and fix the problem, or we can make a decision and try to address it with a decision in mind. Right. But I've been doing a lot, of, a lot of user testing lately, and it's it's actually it's all the UX stuff that we learn is is, is it's it's game design applied to everything else. Right. So it, it's kind of cool because if you work backwards with it, you can uh, you start thinking through loops differently and and actual. Mechanical systems working back and forth, and that's really exciting. So, I like all that. Can you give me an example? So, we learn a lot about onboarding, Um, which is when you're like gaining users. No, 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 this is they open the app for the first time. Okay. What's what's it's the tutorial, you know, and how people hate long tutorials and games, people hate long tutorials and apps, and making a game tutorial that's 15 minutes is fine. People love that, but if you make a website or something that requires 15 minutes on how to use, boom, 99% drop-off rate in the first five seconds. Like, so what's the cap, like 30 seconds? There's no cap, there's no hard cap. I mean, not they don't teach us one at least. I mean, it's, it depends on your software. The more complicated the software, the more time you need, but um, TurboTax has a really, the whole thing is a constant onboarding process because it's constantly tutorializing you, but you're constantly making progress. So the software is a giant tutorial, of how to find what you need to put in, but also when you're done with the tutorial, you're done with your taxes, right? Or you do, like, a a news app where you can add stories and stuff. Well, if you can't find the news you're looking for quick enough, people are going to get frustrated and they're just going to go to their website, like a Flipboard or something.
1: Yeah, that used to happen with Flipboard. Like, some of the implementations they had before they updated it, say, six months to a year ago, mm-hmm. were really bad. Yes. And, and some of them just didn't work because... I don't have any problem with IGN, but they put up a lot of like walkthrough mm-hmm. in their RSS, mm-hmm. and it would propagate in the Flipboard. So I would just be flipping through Games News, and there would be like, I don't know, Metroid Other M, walkthrough 1 of 15, Metroid Other M, walkthrough 2 of 15, and I would have to flip through all the okay. different versions of it. And then when I would go, because you can mute a site, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll just mute IGN. Sorry, IGN, but I don't want to see this. And then it would go to mute it and then it would just repopulate in my list somehow so like some of their implementation just
0: RSS is a when did RSS get invented it's it's an aged technology right but there's systems
1: in place in Flipboard to block that stuff and I don't know why it wasn't working so
0: something wasn't connecting well it's 1995 when RSS was implemented
1: so RSS is almost as old as Toy Story 1
0: Right, and I think that flipboard should probably make a new syndication thing, and
1: they have, and I think they they do a, they use a lot through Twitter hmm. so a lot of news sites post their stories, it's their really headlines mine. on Twitter oh and so on. And they use cool. it's it like pretty
0: smart, yeah, that's pretty smart I'm sure that the that, that, that conversation is not the me saying that is not the first time that that's been said
1: on that same subject, uh Apple News. I don't like their implementation. It's a lot I've less seen it. interactive. It's just a list.
0: Why don't you like? Oh, just cause it's a list.
1: Yeah, it does, there's there's just that you know there's a visceral feedback when I use Flipboard, yeah, but flipping. with Apple News, it's just kind of like, here's a... I, n- I never liked list. Flipboard.
0: I hate the flipping animation. Really? It drove crazy. It took it. too long. Well,
1: this is this is Apple News. Let me wait for it to load.
0: Um, but while wow, that's loading. See, I like this. Mm.
1: Well, that looks like the
0: dig. Right, and I love dig. I love dig up, because I'm not going when I when I have time to read news. I have maximum five minutes. Right, I'm not sitting down and reading. If I'm gonna read anything long form, it's gonna be that like, I've gone out of my way, to sit and like to put time away to listen, read it. You know, but I also read like. I'm just I'm just just constantly skimming. Just I need to know like. I mean, that's why I do in Flipboard I don't mm-hmm. know
1: it's just a better user experience for me I just enjoy it to okay. each
0: their own yeah but back to user experience
1: mm-hmm. um, so how does that work like how do you do you do the straight up test where it's like camera on the person's face camera on the um, screen watching their
0: I mean right movements? now we've just done we do it where you bring it and you do like small group sessions which is with just your classmates and you're just going over and the problem is that there's a lot of design bias because they're already thinking through it so they're are two layers too deep, and they, um, they explained that in the beginning. But we're gonna get to, uh, man on the street testing, or like even more broad, wider, or like web implementations, so, like wide testing that you can use through like services and stuff. But right now it's more just like it's a lot of design theory and then design thinking, like how to look at design, um like ux design or, or any 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 design not just anything that people are using that's like just design functional design and then how to separate what you what you call because a lot of it's about your design principles they don't really care about what you it's what you think is good because ultimately you're going to be hired for what you think is good so if you build it around what levasseur thinks is good it's fine but are not gonna. You're you're not ge- being genuine to your principle. Right. So it's a lot about developing your sense and like finding mentors that you want to follow and that you eventually want to work for and just that kind of thinking. So the actual a lot of it right now is is theory about thinking about what you're making and why 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 you're making it and the experience that you want to get people across, which is similar to game design. Whereas, and I, I feel like I hit this point a lot when we talk about games is like the game itself is a a medium to get a, a point of view across, right? And, and the mechanics, if we're doing what we want to do right, have to feed into that, not be arbitrarily there or take away from that. Um, not that we ever have done anything that does one or the other. Um, but to be aware of that. Right. And that's, you know... Where I think that you get very excited about the narrative in games, which is exciting, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm saying, I think that the, the thing that in games that you can do that, you, that no other medium can't is that you have agency over what happens. And I think that that's where you can like hit someone in a way that I think people haven't been hit yet. And I think it's getting closer. So it's always getting closer. And I, we, we it's not about being the first one, but it's about being one of the ones that, that hit hard. Um,
1: I like hearing that you're learning that stuff because I think that's awesome. And I also think it's awesome When someone who has knowledge that I don't comes into a room and corrects me on something. Because, you know, in any project, like I've I've had this before, where I've made assumptions that, oh, the customer, the audience is going to respond like this. Right. And I'll have someone who's, say, like a psychology major say, that's wrong. Like it's it's flat out opposite of what I've learned about human behavior. That's wrong. And then you have to respond to that. You have to adapt. You have to change your thinking, your methodology.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that, like, at a certain point, you also have to take feedback with a grain of salt and then be like, this is the feed... Like, I did it earlier when we went to the thing. Like, this is the feedback I understand. This is the feedback that I, I think is is on point. And this and is this, just you being a dick, Dylan. It's not... No, 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 no. It's not that. I would, and I hope you didn't take it that way because I, I do get very defensive quickly, but there's the feedback that you know is right. There's the feedback that you need to consider and then there's the one that is gonna stay in a direction that's not true to you. I agree. And um they work really hard also, one thing they're learning is it's like all the feedback in the world is great, but if it's gonna fundamentally change the direction that you want to go in, it better you better believe in that direction. Because then all of a sudden you're not it's not gonna go. It's not gonna it's not gonna feel right. Well you're just talking about what they talk about in entrepreneurship. Right. Like talk
1: about pivoting all the time it's like oh if this if this idea isn't going to work you need to pivot well you should only pivot if you want to work on the next idea that you're pivoting towards or you have salaries you're sure. holding to. but all that being constant if you have to adapt to the market and you don't like where it's going then you you're either going to have to bide your time until you fizzle out or you're going to you know just
0: leave well and there's a guy that came and talked to us the the Hasbro digital marketing guy, and their their big thing is that you can either be comfortable, or you can be outstanding, and you can be you can be extremely relevant, or you can exist and and be comfortable and, and sustain, if you're as big as Hasbro is, and um. They constantly are trying to do the outstanding thing, which means that they have to constantly reinvent how they're approaching their projects. You know what they
1: shouldn't do is license their properties out to movies anymore because I don't think that's the right tack to
0: take. Yeah, but then you argue that as a business, the Transformers franchise took the Transformers division of Hasbro out of near quote-unquote bankruptcy but being, Solvency. we're going to discontinue Transformers until <clears throat> it, there's either some cultural buy-in again or whatever to making it one of the biggest brands in the world for a while. And even, I mean, Asia of Extinction was so bad. Still made so much money. Like
1: That was a night... Because you're like You want to stay You want to watch Transformers 4 It's like No I'm going to go home And then you saw me Playing Fallout On my new PC And you're like Fallout It's like It could be
0: You could be watching Transformers 4 It's like well When you phrase it like that I love it I love every minute I watch Transformers 4 For the same reason I love playing Mario Party
1: I guess I don't like the Transformers (laughs) movie But My criticism was more Geared towards Something like Battleship Because What did Battleship do For the Battleship brand
0: yeah. No no, but I don't think Battleship is a Hasbro brand. It yeah, is. Oh really? I'm pretty sure. Well, they're making a Monopoly movie and it's written by the Truman Show guy. That might be pretty cool.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but he, he like, I'm not saying that these franchises wouldn't work at all
0: as movies, but they need to be smart about their decisions. Yeah, Battleship is a Hasbro franchise, you're right. Um so he said that and that's when I was like, I'm on board. Cause I was when I heard of the Monopoly, I'm like, that's that's fucking stupid. That's the dumbest thing. Who or is it all everyone, no one wants to be the iron? <laughs> that's the movie. Everyone wants to be a thimble. No, everyone wants to be a race car. God, that defines so much of our personality difference. Thimble. Jesus. Or the dog. Dog's cool too. Huh. Top hat. Top hat's fun. Top hat's pretty cool. Alright, we can agree on the top hat. Um so the so that was cool, to be outstanding, you know, and I think as a business, though, you, we've never been in a situation where there's more on the line than our idea and our ego, and I think that you're always going to be in situations like that, where there's more on the line, but you have to preserve those two things, but I also think that pivoting is not a, like changing your tact because the market change is not a bad thing either. No. I think that you can, you can bring what the market's willing to bear while also doing what you want to do, there there has to be intersections there. Otherwise you can't make a multi million dollar Last of Us. Or something as big as Metal Gear Solid. Right. Or the Witcher 3. Like these are big experiences that are that feel genuine to the creators and there are big projects, but also
1: But to an outside business person, you know, they look at the the revenue growth potential of traditional yeah. games and then they look over at mobile and it's slowing,
0: but it's still pretty high. Well, and I think that the mobile like everything it all levels out and there'll be a constant market there for a little bit and then there'll be something else another fad VR Apple TV Wii 2.0 Wii U2 it's their U2 tie in so that's my Console. weekly school update cool what about your school update you got anything cool from school anything cool from school Dylan I'm working on my screenplay I started on it last night that sounds like computer science <laughs>
1: what's the only thing I've done this week But school related
0: oh great cause we're off yeah you bastard I get a get a job <laughs> I was also working my job I'm just kidding he's dressed up I'm not people of the world business cash Ugh. I hate I hate that I hate I hate I have so much rage I hate we found the missing podcast Finally, what the missing podcast oh yeah yeah so so that exists. So we have a
1: full eight podcasts before this one. A full nine now.
0: Don't, tell me about Unity 5.2 with Unity Analytics. Who, we, what about my school update? Oh, I thought you were done. I'm uh, sorry. I'm, I
1: started on my screenplay. I wrote three pages. And it's one scene, and you can't write a scene longer than three pages. So I wrote my treatment first, because for this class we have to write a treatment, which is the entire, entire mm-hmm. uh, screenplay summarized. Mm-hmm. And you just go scene by scene. And right before I turned it in, he's like, all right, it's like, what's the average number of scenes you guys have in account of mine? And I was like, oh, I have 22. Just thinking to myself, I was like, all right, I have 22. And then other people were having like 40, 50. I was like, fuck. And then he wrote back, you know, one of the few edits he wrote was like, this is too many scenes, too few scenes. Really? Like if each scene was only a minute, which is like the average first scene, mm-hmm. this would be less than half an hour. Yeah. You, it needs to be 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Well, no, we're writing for a 60 minute screenplay. Oh, yeah, not an hour and a half or two hours. I mean, we can, but he's putting the bar at 60 minutes.
0: Why don't you write a full movie?
1: No, I, I was trying to. He's like, this is a full story. Mm-hmm. There are not enough scenes. Right. So, you need to have more plot elements. Hmm. So, that's the first time ever. And I really like the style of writing because mm-hmm. I get to think of the whole thing. And it just makes me realize how right you were about La Partage. It's like, you just should have scoped the whole thing out and just mm-hmm. laid everything out mm-hmm. to bear and it would have made everything tie together nicely I love hearing I'm right <sighs> but it was just like why why don't why isn't all writing approached this way and this kind of like okay this is the story I want to tell okay here are the high points like here's the high level concept and then break it down like that and I understand like part of the reason why is you lose a little bit of that discovery of digging your way from I think start people to have end
0: preferences though like I don't think there's any right or wrong way I think mean, you like knowing what's gonna I think that I'm the same way where I I want to know the whole idea and then fill it in you know what I mean it's it's but a lot of people there's people that have said that they, they write a really good ending and write around that and that I think is also a fine technique because if you're writing around an ending
1: you know where you're going. you're
0: only building toward like there's only forward momentum. And, and I think that, you know, games have a hard time with that because franchises don't know how big they're going to be, you know?
1: So they always have to have like a cliffhanger or something.
0: Or, you know, it's kind of hard to build momentum when you're not really sure where we're going, which is why you could argue that The Witcher as a trilogy is really good because they just reset every time with sure. amnesia. Really? Yeah. For the uh, first two games, you th- wake up with amnesia. That's like a Witcher like symptom. No, nah, it's just Geralt keeps getting hit in the head really hard. Um, <laughs> I'm like not even It's a plank of wood. Or even as Zelda, it works really well the franchise because you're telling the same arc every time, just you're changing the, the character. It's like an anthology series. Right. And I think anthology series for games is really interesting. I was thinking about this morning. Um, it'd be cool like if the, the second Last of Us was completely different setting that just maintained the themes.
1: Oh, and that's what they did with The Walking Dead.
0: And the and Bioshock, you could argue. Um, There's always a man in the lighthouse. There's always a zombie. Well, the Bioshock Internet, the Bioshock 1 is kind of... I, I, I like that the the mechanical parts of Bioshock that I liked, they supplied applied to a new setting with new ideals and new stuff, but it's still the same. I think anthologies work really well for games because... Or or like Blood Dragon to Far Cry 3.
1: Or Undead Nightmare.
0: Right. You, you can Red do these, these essentially really expensive palette swabs and and, and change your tone up and and change it up, but maintain this core experience that's really enjoyable. Um,
1: There were some elements of Bioshock 1 that didn't graph perfectly to Bioshock Infinite that I would read about. Like, the fact that you were still kind of digging through everyone's trash for food and money, despite that this was not a collapsed society, despite this was a society still at the peak.
0: But they never made
1: it like you had to. No, I know. It was just... It was just weird that he was kind of in that way, or that you know he kind of was—he was the one that was outside society. So why was he even responding to society's constraints in terms of using money and things like that? It's just a criticism. I don't.
0: No, no, no. no, That makes sense. And also, the other thing is that those elements, from like a gameplay perspective, are survival horror esque. Right? You're scrounging for you. Your resources are constantly more scarce than what you need. Or there's like a very fine balance. And it made perfect sense in Bioshock 1 because Bioshock was built to be this kind of horror experience. And Infinite is much more bombastic. It's it's this... I don't know. It's more action movie than it is horror movie. I really like Bioshock Infinite. I do too. It's I really think good. it's great. I think it's great. I think I like Bioshock 1 more though.
1: Plot-wise, it does some things wrong, but...
0: I think art direction-wise, Bioshock Infinite is, like, one of my favorite things.
1: Oh, just the part where they're, what is it, they're falling into the beach?
0: Yeah, and they get the keep playing, the sky. and everyone's hanging on the beach, and you're just, like, super uncomfortable because you don't know what's going on. Well,
1: just right before that, when he's tumbling oh, through the sky. Oh, right, 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 right. And just everything's swinging around you.
0: No, there's a, there's a sense of momentum that Bioshock Infinite has that other, like, games of that ilk, where it's just this constant thread that you're pushing forward on, don't, you know. I would argue Call of Duty 4 had a similar pressing momentum. The first one, the first four.
1: Like a, a narrative momentum? A narrative or, momentum. Or mechanical,
0: okay. I really like the first Call of Duty 4.
1: Or Call of uh, Duty 4. The first Call of Duty 4. I don't 4. know have even... never played any other ones. I think I played a little bit of 2, Modern Warfare 2. Modern no, uh, Warfare 2 had a cool story too. That was the last one. I just remember being in the... I never beat it though. I was in the Burger King ripoff. Yeah. Shooting my way
0: out. I never liked playing the... I never liked playing Call of Duty... But I like the, the, the popcorn storyline. Like, I liked Advanced Warfare because I got to see Kevin Spacey just be Kevin Spacey. Um, But it's the same thing with, with Mass Effect. I get to a point where i I just... I get so tired of the loop that I just want to... I've been talking about this before where I just want to see the next cutscene. Which is weird because I feel like me like the games that I enjoy the most are the ones where I like the, the gameplay loop which is also why I think I hop from game to game so much because I figured the loop out and I'm done like I've exploited it and I might be getting there with Metal Gear Solid see I've never been like that like right.
1: if I enjoy a game story I will see it through and I never see that as and I never think or Max Payne 3
0: you, you haven't it oh my god it. and I love it I think it's great it is great
1: and the story's great yeah, I never get bored with gameplay elements. Like, and I was—I mean, I'm sure we were both like this when we were kids. Like, I would be—I would just constantly play a game over and over, over and over, I did over too. again because you know that's I all I had. Played Banjo
0: Kazooie in 1080 nonstop. I would turn into the B and pretend I was an airplane and like make calls like I'm coming in for a landing. And blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. I thought you were saying you played Banjo Kazooie in 1080p. Oh no no no! It's like and okay. 1080.
0: That's an awarding game. Right. But racing games. Also, kind of late... Oh! Speaking of... All right. Speaking of games you've been playing that have fascinating loops, I have, Tim and I were playing Diablo 3 again. This is... How
1: many times has this been now? you played it on... How many different consoles?
0: PS3. I have it on PC, and then I have it on PS4. The PS3 and PS4 are easily my favorite because the split screen is so fun. So good.
1: Is it split screen or shared screen?
0: Shared screen. I mean, like, couch co-op. Um and then just that game from a touchy feely crunchy standpoint is just so amazing.
1: How is that gameplay loop not boring to you?
0: Because there's constant progression.
1: Yeah, but at a certain point don't you unlock all the skills?
0: You do, but then you then you start getting items that then have to make you redo your whole build around them. Because you get an item that like makes X skill and do twenty percent more damage when you're like, Well oh, fuck, I need to use that skill. And then you get an item that's like... Like, I just got a chess piece that fires... Like, every seven seconds just calls meteors in. Is this Monk? What do you play as? No, I play as a Crusader. Okay. Ten times a wizard. Um, and it's just... The, there's something about that game that just... It does it very well. But it's just that the combat just feels so good. Because you have these builds, and you have your... Resource Builder, your Resource Burner, your Oh Shit Button... Your, uh,
1: what was the oh button for the monk? Because I played monk, but I don't remember.
0: Uh, there's a couple. Didn't he have like a stun?
1: Like an AoE stun or something? He had an
0: AoE like blind. That's one that he could use. He had a dash. His dash was really his ocean That's button. right. That's and the right. dash was fun to use. Yeah, the dash was fun. Um, the wizard has like a million of them. Like a teleport. Tim just has a thing where he just turns into like a diamond. And then just rolls away. <laughs> my guy can just summon a horse that he rides away. But my OSHI button is like where I... It's called Akaraj Champion or something. So
1: Crusader is basically analog to a paladin in mm-hmm. World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah. So I can, I can pretty much wade into any enemy thing and just never die because everything I do is life on hit. So it works out really well with the wizard because Tim just runs around the outside and calls blizzards in and I just keep taunting everyone.
1: Yeah. I, I played a lot of PvP in a while and I play I played Mage. Oof. So you're just ultimate squishy. You're just as fragile as hell. Mm-hmm. But, man, when you get one up on someone, yeah, and you're real strong against things like warriors, it's yeah. rogues that fuck you over. Rogues and druids, because they just come out, stun lock you, and you're just fucking down before you know it.
0: Well, it's you know so much of that game is based on who gets the jump on who. Right, it's just like a first person shooter. Though. But like
1: you were saying, you have like a bunch of oh shit buttons. Like I had like twenty. I had a cone of cold. Well, I had a blizzard. I had a frost nova. I had the ice block. So you're an ice mate. Oh, I loved it.
0: So I didn't like wow. I think what I like about Diablo and what I like about Guild Wars, which Guild Wars is, is an evolution of Diablo, um, is that you only have, in Diablo, you have six skills, seven skills at a time. Right, have that limited toolbar. Mm-hmm. And then in Guild Wars, you only had eight, including your main attack. So I did like that. like my I, I love that because then also it makes the build diversity that much more dramatic. Instead of three talent trees, you have, you know, I can build a whole build around not even using a resource builder. Because I have items that build resources so fast that I just need to roll or whatever.
1: So in like Guild Wars, do you have, say,
0: 20 skills to choose from? Mm-hmm. Well, you have on? a class and then a subclass. That's right. And then like within that. your subclass, you get access to certain skills. So you have a, a wide... Guild Wars 2 is actually really cool. Um, you have a wide array of stuff to choose from, and then you kind of build around that. And then also your, your effects. Well, you know, if you have a long bow, you need to use skills that are more focused on one target, or you get a short bow that fires three at once, so you can do more AOE stuff.
1: Wait, and that's all one That's all one spell, but you can augment it? Is that what you're
0: saying? No, no, there's different skills for different stuff. Okay. So.
1: I always liked Guild Wars in terms of art, art direction. Yeah. I think it's super stylish. I love it. Especially, I love all the covers.
0: Mm-hmm. They look good.
1: Especially coming from the cartoony style of WoW, and then trying out Guild Wars. This looks amazing.
0: Well, Guild Wars Two kind of upped their, their their art style though. They kind of took a more stylized. The, the first one had a stylized approach too, but the second one definitely kind of leaned more into it. And I still liked it. Guild Wars Two looked really good. I love Wild Art Direction though.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's just it's nice seeing something different,
0: right? But Wild's really fun to look at for a long time. Yes, <laughs> they nailed that. Like Wild's just like it's this constant theme park, and because it's so goofy that you can do these really big animated motions that I think play really well. In that space. And it, you know, and look how
1: long it, its age kept up. Because I mean, right. they only swapped out the character models. Imagine
0: if they had made it cel-shaded. It would never look dated. <laughs> it wouldn't. Rest in peace, Wind Waker. Alright. Tell me about Unity 5.2 with Unity Analytics. Um, I just
1: found this out. Unity uh, 5.2 has built in Unity Analytics. Because I wanted to implement Unity Analytics when we put the games on our website. Mm-hmm. And back when I first looked at Unity Analytics, it only supported uh, desktop applications. So if you export it to .app or .exe, it would connect to whatever server, whatever background thing you have and, and give the data back. But now it, it supports WebGL. So now we can just have it sit in the browser and when someone plays our game, we can trigger certain events and have it Feed us back analytics about it, mm-hmm. so we can trace things like how far has the player progressed. We can put in unique
0: uh,
1: event triggers, so right? If we want to traces trace, or yeah,
0: just like what Bioware and Telltale does yeah. in their games. Yeah, when they give you the stats at the very end. Well, and more and more game companies you see are are asking for these analytics, which is funny because that's like a response to like how analytics driven everything else is. Oh yeah, big data, all that stuff. It's cool though. Yeah,
1: so I am not So I had to update the Unity 5.2, which was a pain in the ass, because I was working off like Mm 5.0.01F4 or something. I I don't even, I don't know if it was like a true public build or whatever it was, and it wouldn't update. And I'm already working, you know, we've had this conversation five times now, I'm already working on such limited space that I have, I had to delete my old Unity.
0: Why did you get a hard drive?
1: I don't have 300 bucks just lying around right now to get a half-terabyte drive. That's true. When I do, I will. Okay. Thank you. And, you know, and I had enough space to have two installs of it, but it just wouldn't update my old version Mm -hmm. to the new one for a reason. So I had to delete everything and then reinstall it, which is fine. I just haven't looked at it. I haven't even opened up Unity since I installed it. So I'll tool around with that. I don't know how much time it would take to figure that stuff out. Mm. So we should, you know. I mean, we could do it with peak just to see how it works you can do the article. and ex- export it to WebGL and put mm-hmm. it up on the website and see how it tracks. And you can also plug in your Google Analytics. Into I have your-
0: Google Analytics running on Word. So, so you can plug that in.
1: That's stuck. I don't know what that tracks differently. I think it's just some sort of handshaking going on. Or it just has, I don't know. It just asks, oh, do you have a Google Analytics
0: key? You can give it to us. I have the key. How can I do I can read it out loud. Here's our key. <laughs> everyone you use you can find anyone's key just by inspecting the element really yeah they're usually plain text which is sad but I, I maybe mean, it's not sad I don't know it doesn't matter um well
1: there's probably some sort of verification whoever holds the account if it's just a new website just pings,
0: pings at the key google's crawling everything constantly no. whatever um so so that's cool that is cool. That'll be very useful. We'll, we'll report back when we actually use it. This Fruit Ninja Studio removes designers' role. Tell me about that.
1: We start from the bottom of the...
0: I'm just picking what I want to talk about.
1: Article list going up.
0: We can't talk about This is an insane amount of stuff. This is nuts.
1: Yeah, I kept just grabbing headlines. No, no, no. I like
0: it. it. I like it. I like it.
1: So, Half Brick. Half Brick. The Fruit Ninja and Jetpack Joyride Studio. Yeah. Very good iPhone games. Or yeah. mobile phone. Smartphone games. They announced that they are... First, they fired their two game designers who...
0: No, they said that they made them redundant.
1: Was does that mean they fired them?
0: No, that means they have been moved.
1: No, made redundant usually means they've been let go. I'll read
0: you the lines, read it. Blah, 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 blah. The roles were made redundant and not laid off. Oh, okay. Jesus, dude. Never mind, then.
1: And, well, anyway, so they removed the title of game designer from their studio, and basically allowing it so anyone who is employed at the studio can contribute ideas. Mm-hmm. And basically, I don't know how far this goes, if they, like, sit in the entire dev cycle and critique and help edit, you know, design choices... I don't know how far it goes, but basically it's just kind of an open form kind of style contributing to the design choices of whatever games they're working on. How do
0: you feel about that? I think it's dumb. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, I think that everyone should contribute to the larger thing, but I think what... I shouldn't say it's dumb... I think this is an issue that people ran into a long time ago where you try to let, uh, in the web development space or in the business space, you say, well, we don't need a certain facet that we've been using and have had success with because it's redundant, because everyone has good ideas, right? But I think that the problem is is that when you have good ideas, you need a, a dedicated resource for this type of stuff. Why? Do you need art directors and developers when developers can't art direct? Well, because development time is a massive time sink and art direction is a massive time sink. And I, I, I haven't seen anything come out of Half lately, anyways, that's been blowing the doors off of anything. So I think that, you know, come back to it in a year and we'll see if it actually made anything come out of it. But I just don't think you have the resources to do it. I think you need the people that are thinking through that, that space. That's what I think.
1: I think we're looking at it two different ways. Because the way I saw it, which was something I would like to approach, I think I interpreted this as anyone is allowed to pitch a game idea, and then anyone's allowed to shoot it down. And then once we agree on an idea, it is then someone's responsibility of designing it.
0: But that's not how businesses work, Dylan. No, you can't just pull a resource off of something and then pull them back onto it. Because if you pull... Let's say you're the programmer and I'm the art director, or the designer. Okay, you have an idea. So now I have to pull you out of your... And if we have deliverables and we have you know, timelines to the head, I pull you off development. Well I'm not going to develop. Right?
1: Well, I'm talking at the ideation stage, not in the middle of development. I'm saying like everyone comes in okay what ideas do we have and then once we brainstorm and pare them down and agree on an idea then everyone goes back to their roles but then how do, who fleshes the ideas out well that's why i was curious why they made the title of game designer redundant because like you're like you brought up a good point it should be someone's dedicated job to then refine that idea
0: well and there's 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 Constant iteration and constant changes that need to be made. I'm not saying as a game designer you should be sitting there. From you should be able to do other. You need to be able to to write or or or, or do other things as or well.
1: Even be a producer,
0: right? Or right? And you see a lot of that happening too.
1: Which is wonder what? I, which is what? I wonder what they did. They might with these two producers. employees.
0: But I think it. It it's a. I think when you commodity i think it's it's democratizing creative thinking which is good but at a certain point you're also making it a commodity and you're making it really that anyone can do it and i don't think that's the case i think that people i think everyone everyone thinks they understand how the, the, the creative process happens which is fine i think any i think anyone can come up with good ideas that's not the issue the issue is seeing the idea through And I think that people are equipped to do that better than other people. I don't... I think that if this trend... I don't think this is going to catch... I could be way wrong. It could be... I mean, you know, everyone's about working out of your silo lately. And that's that's also another great thing in business. But I I still think that that it's a role that's existed for a reason.
1: Right. I just... You always the stereotype of someone wanting to get into games or any game designer yeah they just want well i have this idea yeah i want to you know get my foot in the door of as an artist or a writer or a programmer or whatever a Mm. business person even and then but i want to see my ideas propagate and and then it's the responsibility of other people to realize your ideas not just to realize it but to like make sure there is a forum to hear out the idea, mm-hmm. and then to respond whether or not it's it's good or bad, to give feedback, mm-hmm. to say, okay, that is a good idea. Let's implement it here, you know, because maybe their idea isn't a full game. Maybe their idea is just a gameplay mechanic or is just some little a plot device or something. That's still worth something. And I think not knowing anything about large-scale game development, I'd like to think that even day-to-day, every employee contributes a little bit of something like even in programming like every time you sit down to write some code you're making a decision about mm-hmm. how it's going to work mm-hmm. even if you're not deciding what the gameplay mechanic is you're deciding on how it's implemented using your logic and your knowledge and your abilities and saying oh this is how we should implement it and that's so you're always contributing but what people are talking about is contributing at the high level i think it's important that everyone's ideas or heard. And at least, you know, given time to be heard, and then we say yes or no. And if the problem is, oh, well, this employee doesn't contribute good ideas, well, then that's your fucking problem
0: for hiring them. Right. But the the resource, the talent pool is a lot shallower than you think it is. You're going to hire, you're going to hire really good programmers that are just dry you're going to hire really really good artists that are good at executing what you tell them to execute on you know what i mean like you're gonna hit the i just that's just my opinion and the quote at the end it, it is it is a, a genuine notion and i think it's fine i think that that fosters an environment but i still think that you are taking away from when people are really good at something you should let them be good at it and let the other people be good at what they're good at and if you're a good game designer and you make good board games you make good video games and you make you should be able to be good at it, you know, because you don't see game designers saying, "Well, I can can I program it's true, and I think it's you're an right. important skill, and i you know I think that i I think that you're right anyone that has a good especially if it's a good idea, it's a good idea, like that stands on its own, all right, Dylan, take it from the top <laughs> no, you gotta go soon, I gotta go soon,
1: go like half an hour forty five
0: minutes uh, you know, I don't, I don't, my heart hurts, yeah, he's sad, so we he lost...
1: We lost some. We lost what? Twenty five minutes? All the, a lot of the Fruit Ninja stuff. You think you can pick up, uh, finish your conversation on the game dev thing, on the game designer?
0: I think if you've been a good game designer, you should still be allowed to be a good game designer. Right. I think that you should let people be good at what they're good at. And I think you should, with that,
1: also let everyone be able to contribute an idea.
0: And I think that's fine. But I think that at the end of the day, you spend it's opportunity cost. Right. At what cost is having your best programmer designing a game when he could be making the best programming, right? Um, all right. Ten, so, ten we're minutes. we're not talking about Fire TV. Amazon right. made Fire TV. No,
1: all right. Okay, I'll hit the high points. All okay. right. Fire TV, uh $140, game focused, runs Android, runs all these Android games. Pissed off. Comes with Shovel Knight, DuckTales, and then can other run other games such as Crossy Road, Minecraft, Valiant Hearts. Blah, blah, blah. Sonic 2. Why Sonic 2? Sonic 2? Is Sonic 2 the one? Tails and Knuckles? I think it's Sonic 4. Or not Tails and Knuckles. Sonic and Tails. It's, it's not Sonic, Sonic 4. 4. It's Sonic 4. No, it's the Genesis game.
0: Dude, I prompt. Sonic TV games?
1: Sonic 4 was the one that came out on Xbox Live. And Android. Arcade. And Android. No, but the image on the background here is obviously Genesis era Sonic. Dude, have you seen the Sonic 4 lid? <laughs> it's polygonal. <laughs>
0: it's this one no it's not that one that's Sonic 4 that
1: is Sonic 4 that's not the one was on the picture Ah. now I gotta look
0: now I'm looking Jesus Christ still recording better be recording (laughs) oh yeah you're right Uh, that is Sonic 2 cause it's got tails in it (sighs) alright oh my god oh do we lose us recording you saying I was right though that better be in there somewhere no that was at the beginning we were talking about screenplay that's all that matters All right, then we're good. All right, Dylan, I'm done talking about news. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about in here. has got a release date. Yeah. That's exciting.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it did. It's coming out, what, January next year?
0: It's a good time for that game to come out.
1: Yeah, well, I, I put that after listing all the delays yeah, that are well, coming out.
0: The Star Fox one I'm not surprised by. My number no. 9 seems like a nightmare. <laughs> These are the high points. And then Persona 5... I don't give a shit about Persona. So, it's hard for me. I think I would. Wait, you don't?
1: I thought you played
0: Persona. No, no. Okay, so I like Persona as a series. I don't give a shit about Persona 5. There's no way I'm going to have the time in 2016 to play Persona. Like, if Fallout 4 is coming out, like, my time is going to be so spread up between finishing The Witcher 3. And, uh, no. I'll get to it. For Christmas, I'm just going
1: to give you a package and inside it's just gonna be a pre order receipt for Professor life.
0: I don't know, don't give me that. If you pre order me anything, get me uh I don't even know what's coming out. This year's been so good that I don't I can't think past
1: I'll get you Dark Souls three.
0: See I don't even I don't even I don't even need that.
1: Really?
0: I think the next thing that I'm most excited for is Androm- Andromeda. The Mass Effect's equal Oh,
1: what is that when is
0: that? It's gonna be this generation, so. <laughs>
1: well, so in five years.
0: I mean, that's that's the next big thing that I can think. Of. Maybe Mirror's Edge two.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Cyberpunk if that ever comes out. The new Deus Ex, I'm excited about that. Couple things. Um, Poking, you're stoked on? It looks okay to me. Times Square location.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's coming to Dave and Buster's in the. It came out this week.
0: Damn it, we're not playing it. I'm so upset.
1: Yeah, I can see. I don't know, I just want to see how it plays. It just I mean, might be, it just might play like fucking Tekken, and then I'll be real upset.
0: Tekken, Ty- well, what, what did you expect? I don't know! I bet it plays like Tekken. It's a fighting game.
1: Whatever. You know, they have Pikachu and a Luchador outfit in that game? Oh my
0: god, I am so much more on board now. That's amazing. That's so cool. Wait, hold on, I need to look this up.
1: Yeah, Luchador Pikachu. Alright. They should have Surfing Pikachu.
0: Pikachu luchador. So, what is this Gold PS4 Taco Bell thing? Why
1: did you pick the one that I did not read at all? I just threw the headline. And I in there.
0: just want. I want. Oh, oh, yeah, that looks kind of like a luchador. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Look at it. That's so dumb. Ah, oh, what? How do you get a Pikachu with? A, what are all these Pikachu costumes?
1: Isn't there like a costume? component to the game.
0: in Sapphire, maybe? I never played Omega Sapphire or whatever it was, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. All right, moving on.
1: am just going to jump around topics now.
0: Yeah, well, because my brain's all messed up. Tell me about this gold PS4.
1: All right, PlayStation Taco Bell will give away a limited edition gold PlayStation 4 bundles every 10 minutes from September 24th, which is tomorrow, to November 4th.
0: Oh, that's it. Alright, now move on. The bundle
1: comes with a console and DualShock 4 controller, both of which are gold with black accents, and a copy of Ooh. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection.
0: It's actually not offensive looking. It's a little glammy. It looks, so like, a, it looks like a Deus Ex thing.
1: So we gotta purchase a bit. Well, it's gold like treasure, which is why they have the Drakes stuff in there. And it's gold like El Dorado. So El you gotta Dorado. Get Hispanic. Big Hispanic. Mexican food. Mexican food. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Diarrhea.
0: Oh, so diarrhea, QS4, diarrhea Four, Got it.
1: Diarrhea, Uncharted One.
0: Alright. That's that's the, that's the best news of the week.
1: We have to buy a big box.
0: I'll buy a big box. I think i give it to Tim. No, I'll eat it. I'll I don't, it. I don't know if I like it, but I'll eat it. Wine. Dude, get out of here. I'm not going to eat this. Why not?
1: Grade F?
0: Oh, dude, whatever. Taco meat? Dude, it's Taco Bell.
1: Get. I haven't had Taco Bell since.
0: You don't, I I don't know, what's What's the last thing that you ate that you enjoyed?
1: I had some dates this morning.
0: Ew, no, like real, like, what's a cooked meal that was either you purchased at a restaurant or a, a fast food establishment or whatever? That's not Chipotle. Can I co-
1: cook it myself? Yeah, what's the last Wendy thing? Wendy and I made a potato, lentil, vegetable soup. Like, three days ago. <sighs> soup.
0: Alright, that, that counts, that counts. I'll take it. I'll take soup. Soup. Soup, Dylan.
1: Get off my ass.
0: No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Taco Bell can be okay.
1: Okay. You can find it okay. I don't find it okay, and I'm allowed to vote that opinion.
0: I didn't say you couldn't. So shut up! I guess, guess so. Speaking of dumb rivalries, we played Mario Party 4 last weekend. We did. It was great. I was the party star.
1: Yeah, Mason won. I won. I was so close. No, you won. Waluigi was so close. I
0: had that game in the bag from the beginning. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I had like three the bonus stars. Bonus stars at the end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I won
1: all the bonus stars except for the happening star, which only happens when you land on the happening space. And no one got it. And no one landed on a happening space. So it was a wash. So I was only one star behind you. And that's only because you fucking used the Boo crystal to steal one of my goddamn stars. Cause I'm a man, man. Whatever. That star was ill-gained from the beginning. Cause I landed on a random space that had it. That's <laughs> that true. hidden block. That
0: was bullshit. <laughs> that was so dumb. That game it was just, is not good. It's just a illicit star. That's not a good game.
1: It's, it's all right.
0: It's not a good game. It's all right. It's the most the lamest mini games. there used to be like fun mini games, but those were just like.
1: I think if you went back to like Mario Party One. I think the games were the same level of quality.
0: Well, nostalgia makes everything look fucking great. I remember the Luge game. That was red. The Mario
1: Party one. My the
0: ball one where you're all on top of the balls and you're on the thing and bounce each other off. That was fun. And there's the Toadstool one mm-hmm. where Toad holds up
1: the flag color in that part. There are like five, eight platforms and whatever color Toadstool is that color would just collapse.
0: I feel like Mario Party 2 had the best ones.
1: That was a the movie themed one. Mm-hmm that was a fun
0: one looked really good for an N64 game have
1: you seen the cover for Mario Party 10 the Wii U one Mm-mm. it's Bowser literally holding a Wii U controller fighting Mario, Peach, Luigi Toad I think
0: that's kinda cool
1: yeah or Yoshi so apparently Mario, Peach Luigi, Yoshi are the only four that have been in every Mario Party game
0: I believe that cause they keep
1: taking Donkey Kong out and putting him back in where do you going?
0: It, it's already out. Mario Party already out. Yep. When did it come out? Like a month or two ago. Really? Is
1: it any good? I'm. I'm out of Wii U. How'd I know? Oh, you can read the review. I got the 3DS one bundled with my 3DS, and then I just traded it.
0: Really? I know there's a 3DS one.
1: Yeah, it's called Island Tour. I'm, I probably should have kept it because it looked kind of cool.
0: got a six, Mario Party Ten. Oof. Hmm. Um, what is was this IGN? GameSpot. Mark Walton game, game spit Game spit Alright We played Mario Party And then we also played Rocket League Played Rocket League <laughs> Gotta brush up on my skills Wendy and I
1: Blew you away You and Tim In your own house
0: Dude if I said the same thing to you when we smoked you guys You would get so upset
1: You did say that
0: mm, On the podcast Oh whatever I think so Podcast
1: don't negative 18
0: I handle my wins with pride and finesse and tact and brag about them on the waves because I know I can make a comeback. Yeah, I haven't played Rock League in a long time. This it's one. really fun. Yeah. It's Still really good. Tim and I are not as good as we used to be. Oh, that's right. Tell me about Blacklist. I play more of it. Yep.
1: Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: Why were you in first person in this, the picture you sent me there When the you play day? as
1: Briggs, you go to first person.
0: I've never played as Briggs. Yes,
1: you do. If you played the story, you should not beat this game, too. No. How far did you get?
0: Uh, maybe I did play a break. I was at the mission. I was at an embassy an embassy. I was at an you're embassy. at NBC. I, mean, I was studios? at an embassy. Which one? What? Are there multiple oh, embassies? Oh, the
1: Iranian one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that was, the one where you the officer sneaks you in? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where you walk where he's you're chatting with him the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm past that.
0: So you don't play the break till past that. Mm-mm. Oh, Do you, you want to you
1: about it? Sure. Alright, so one of the other...
0: Is it like a story element that happens? A little bit. I don't care about that. Why? <laughs> what's playing Briggs like?
1: It's the same exact thing. The stealth is... The AI intelligence drops dramatically. So you
0: play first person but in stealth?
1: Yeah, because you can still crouch and stuff and there's still the stealth markers. That's kind of cool. But like, they don't notice you at all. Really? And I think they had to lower the bar just because you're first person so you have less... Is there awareness. a reason
0: you're playing in first person? No.
1: Oh. I thought you were gonna say, "Is there a reason why you're playing as Briggs?" I was like, "Yeah, I guess there's a narrative." What does reason. San
0: Pedro get captured? No.
1: So, so you the blacklist attacks. There's like what are they? It's like American economy, American fuel, American consumption, mm-hmm. something like that. So this one's American, American consumption, and it's in Philadelphia. So you trace this in London. Did you play the London one? It's like right after the Iranian one. So the London one. You find this old. I thought I was
0: really far. Am I not far? Probably
1: like halfway. A little Jesus, less than that. that
0: game's huge!
1: So you go to this abandoned warehouse in London where the engineers have are building uh nerve gas. A Metal Gear. Yeah, they're building Metal Gear Zeke. Metal Gear. Nice. Metal Gear Zeta. Nice. No, they're building nerve gas bombs, and Sam Fisher gets exposed. So he, like, uh,
0: uh,
1: like passes out and gets captured, and then Briggs, that's why he said. He got captured. Well, that this isn't the Philly part. Mm. So Briggs comes in, and saves him, and Sadiq, who's like the main villain, is mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and Briggs doesn't take him out, and mm. instead saves Sam Fisher. So Sam's like, "You're fired."
0: What? And then that that's happened so many times, Lorenzo. Where really? he's like. The mission wasn't to save me. I'm Sam Fisher. Blah blah blah. National security. Blah blah. My daughter's a diver. Blah blah.
1: Well, I thought not. I didn't know that before. But if if it were just unique to this one, I thought that was
0: kind of cool. Because he's it so might obsessed. Be just, maybe 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 I'm confusing. It's well, cool. Well, even
1: if that's consistent, like he's so kind of. uh. He might have
0: hinted to it in the beginning of the game too.
1: Work obsessed. Well, yeah, because maybe that's what it the was. guy gets hurt. Right, his friend Vic. Right. Was he a recurring character?
0: Vic, I don't remember, Graham's daughter is the big one. Graham's daughter is the one that like is the first one, and it used to be Grimm's daughter and the the other guy, the big black guy. He was your your CEO though, mm. but, but Coban he got he got killed in in Double Agent. Oh really? I think so.
1: And Coben is was the villain in Conviction. Conviction. Yeah. Coben Coben's an arms dealer, and he's your ally now in this one. <laughs> So anyway, so you, whatever, that happens, and he fires Briggs, and then they get back together, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, conflict's resolved. They go to Philly to stop the nerve gas attack, so what they're doing is that they're loading these bombs onto the train system in Philly, and then she's going to set them off, kind of like in Batman Begins, Mm -hmm. they have that Mm -hmm. vaporizer thing, and so you split up, so there's four bombs, Mm -hmm. so Sam takes two, and Briggs takes two. And when you switch to Briggs, so you do one of Samwise Briggs, one Samwise Briggs, and when you play as Briggs, it's in first person. So, and like like I said, like it's a lot more forgiving. So you can just like walk up, like right in someone's peripheral vision, and they won't even notice you're there, and you just take them out. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's it's just you know I think it was just them messing around, and you know building a game for third person versus first person like that's well, the that's
0: multiplayer is that. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's you, you're ones, the spies are in third person, the mercs are in first person. Oh. The multiplayer is super fun.
1: Okay, so they, they already built that into the game.
0: Well, and they built, so the uh, when you're in first person, you don't have that peripheral vision yeah. as much as you do in third person. So it's really fun. Yeah. I love it.
1: So, yeah. so And so there's this kind of thing where you think Briggs is going to die because mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to disarm the bomb. Like he's afraid of disarming the bomb. And, like, Charlie, the nerdy hacker guy, is walking through it. And he does it, he's fine. But <laughs> there's part where you're, like, going through an old maintenance shaft, like an old uh, uh, decommissioned rail railway line. <laughs> and so you just, you know, you have some sort of assault rifle that's silenced with a red dot sight, and then you have a pistol, or you just come up and knife people and take them out.
0: I don't think I ever killed anyone in that game.
1: Well, in this part, you have to kill them. No! Like you have to take them out as Briggs. And you... There was one guy who was, like, just standing and staring at this metal grate mm-hmm. that was, like, was it closed off one of the access tunnels. And I shoot him, and his ragdoll flings forward, and he gets stuck inside the grate. So, like, his limbs... His legs aren't even touching the ground, so all of his limbs are just up in the air.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. So
1: That's why I put on Instagram.
0: Mm. But I don't think
1: that picture... Uh, showed as well <laughs> as it did when I saw it. That was fun. But yeah, so no, I really like that game and you know, I I submit to the conceit that you know, it's it's, it's not totally generic but it's it's an action movie.
0: Spy fiction. And yeah, it's fun. I like it. I like it a lot when I played it. I thought it was really good.
1: Can I tell you another part that happens? It's pretty, pretty cool. Uh,
0: I, I care less about the narrative and more about what you thought was cool like, when you played it. I there is. I mean, you can tell me. Yeah, sure. Me.
1: So they basically do a Mass Effect 2 scene where the bad guys attack the plane. Mm-hmm. So what they do I is... I figured that was coming. Well, they don't straight up attack it. They hack into it and shut it off.
0: Really? So the plane's
1: in free fall. That's kind of cool. And so Fisher has to let Coben out of his because he's the only one that could fly the plane mm-hmm. because the
0: pilot got knocked out. So that's how they finally make the Coben come out of the cell. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And so he has to fly the plane. And so you have to, like walk through, walk slowly, because you're, like, you're slowly making your way through the plane, and you have to, <laughs> the first thing you have to do is you have to unload heavy cargo, which is the helicopter.
0: Oh, no. So you and
1: Briggs push the helicopter out of the plane, but it gets caught on the cargo bay door, so you have to shoot it free. And then you have to climb back up, and you have to, like, reboot the system and stuff. But it's pretty cool. I
0: like that. I like set pieces like that that feel natural.
1: Yeah, and unique. Like, mm-hmm. doing something, you know, you always need to have something that breaks what the becomes thing. the monotony yeah. of the game mechanics?
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It was cool. I think Rainbow Six Siege looks really cool.
1: I have a uh, beta way? access code to that. It so. starts soon. Starts tomorrow.
0: Can't wait to play it and
1: get my ass handed because I want to play with a controller on PC. When does it start?
0: Starts soon. I don't remember when. Well, anyways, um, yeah, it's Winter Cell I'm glad you're playing the most up-to-date release. Yeah. Uh, as far as my garage goes, I finally got the D Walker. Yeah, you like D Walker? He's pretty cool. I didn't realize you could drive it. It's like a um, it has like a car mode. Oh, really? Like transforms into trans- wheels? It just it kind of crouches down and has wheels on its back of its hinges. So I did that on accident. I hit square, and which makes the horse sprint. I was like, "What's this do?" Because so much of that game, I found out just by doing it like it didn't just accidentally right because there's so much and i floor it into a base (laughs) at full speed and i'm like driving around everyone's firing off and i'm like running into people because at this point like i have no other option but to just hit them with d walker and um d walker's like he has this funny emote voice that he does and he's just freaking out because everyone's just shooting the shit out of him got quiet been like quiet quiet doesn't do anything for me like d dog is so much more useful in terms um, of scoping out. Yeah, then, like, I don't kill anyone, so, like, she's kind of useless. And then she hums the whole time, and it just drives me nuts. So, she's mute? What's the conceit here? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't mean, spell it out. The thing I just found, I found out, she just has photosynthesis. That's the first thing I got. Uh, And then, a lot of cool stuff going on in that game. The game's really good. Child Soldiers. I saved a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, and now you're going to train them, and now you are a monster.
0: Yeah. Whatever. I'm doing a contract for one of the kids. So. I got a water gun from one of the kids. Oh yeah, it's pretty useful. Shot D dog with it yet? No. You can just,
1: yeah, just shoot people with it.
0: No, list. I I shoot. I've been using it to shoot the electronics, and it sorts it out and doesn't make any noise. Really? Yeah, and shoot the fire out. So you have to pick a loadout mm-hmm. when you go on a mission. So does that take up one of the slots? It takes up my my pistol or my submachine gun slot because I've been using the riot SMG that has the rubber bullets. I like that a lot. But my sniper rifle, I finally got a silencer for my dart rifle, which has made the game like I just go in, I just dart everyone, and I run in and balloon you. But now, like my base management, I've I capture everyone, so now I'm just like discharging people at like a, by the twenties, like it's like yeah, insane. You need to be
1: selective with that stuff, man. Mm. It's not like oblivion. I think it like
0: auto Pick up all the brooms, but I want everyone. Because the other thing is that the bodies, no one can find the bodies, and it's easier for me just to balloon someone out than have to hide a body. Uh huh. If I had to discharge people, whatever. Should have been better. Did you hear
1: how you can, um, instead of having to call the helicopter in?
0: Yeah, I wrote a materials container bag. Yeah.
1: I did that. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, so you can fold in a box or some sort of crate and then hop on the crate and it'll fly you up into the air so you can get out on missions.
0: I like that. I like, um... I just... I got an EMP that I can disable cars with on the road. Because before, I just had to put D-Horse in the middle of the road <laughs> and hide. So they honk at D-Horse and they come behind it. Wait, can't you, like, have
1: D-Horse shit in the middle of the road? Won't that take out a car?
0: It'll, it'll skid for a second. But, like, the big thing is is that, like, I want, like, the little tanks and stuff.
1: You know, you can to hold up a car at
0: gunpoint riding D-Horse? That's what I heard. That's pretty cool. That makes sense. Bro, <laughs> Yeah. What are they... What do they do? They still their hands up and drive? I don't know. Yeah, the car just crashes. Nice. So that game is, is very interesting. It's a really good game. It's got a really good. So I, I didn't play it for like a week, and I came back to it this weekend when I had some time, and I was getting really mad because I got really bad at it. Because there's a certain flow and a certain speed that things move that like I had to fall back into. I thought that was interesting. That I was not having fun with it because I was playing a certain way. I got so used to playing that very patient way, and then I came back to it and I wanted to play it more aggressively.
1: Wait, I thought you liked mixing up your... We were just talking about this before, Diablo 3, I thought you liked mixing up... I do, but I
0: forgot how the mechanics worked in the uh, game. Oh, okay. In Diablo 3, we, tonight and the same thing. I got... it. We started playing... I got pissed off. We played for an hour and I got mad, because I'm like, we're not doing any damage, we suck. And, of course, we just had to... Uh, I don't know what happened. We got new loot or something. But it's just... It's, it's funny that there's that acclimation period when you're going back to a game that you've played... And I wonder if you even bother sanding that acclamation period down. Um, and The Witcher does a really good job at this, because The Witcher in the loading screen always plays when you load it the first time. What happened up until the point?
1: Oh, so it's like Pokemon Fire Red. Sure. It's like
0: you did this, you did the, you
1: right? All oh, the journal thing. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Just like that, and it gives you like the last two hours of story in like a fifteen second burst. Last so time on Witcher. Kind of but more like kind of like this is just this is where the main plot point is and it gives you enough context because if I boot up Skyrim right now I have no idea what the fuck who anyone is what's going on I don't really care huh. but I'm like
1: that Minecraft I mean we talked about that before where like I have this huge list of things to do what state is my castle
0: in but Minecraft's different though because Minecraft it, that's your personal but like with narrative games I if I don't I won't get back into the story because I have to experience it in that prime three to four weeks session
1: or not experience it at all as it seems with yeah, most or of your I games just drop off
0: no I, I do I beat Dead Space
1: okay yeah list games that you've beaten recently Resident Evil
0: 4 Th- that's not recently no I did beat Resident Evil 4 recently I played it again On Or screen? summer yeah okay Um, how long does that game take I don't know A few, eight hours, nine okay. hours. All right. keep going um, are we listing games I beat recently or games that I've beaten period
1: Whichever you can remember. I'm curious what games hold your Most attention the
0: whole time. Or hold your attention. Far Cry 4. Okay. I beat Far Cry 4. It's pretty recent. Um, didn't beat Dragon Age. Destiny, I played all the way through the story. The story, quote unquote. Right. Like the main mission. Uh, hit the level
1: cap without the light.
0: I guess Diablo. Again, for, like, the ninth time.
1: Did you finish Skyrim's main nope. quest? Nope. Did finish any of the side quest nope. lines? Nope.
0: Dark Brotherhood? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished the, 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 the werewolf one, the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah, I finished a lot of the side ones. Okay. Because I like those better than the main quest. But I never did any of the Civil War stuff.
1: Oh, that was pretty good.
0: Really? Yeah. Can didn't beat all that stuff. Yeah. The... Shit. Games I know I've beaten are, like, Gears of War 1. Both... Dead Spaces, not Dead Space 3. I didn't even touch 2. I, I don't almost... Dead Space 2 is amazing. I almost beat Wolfenstein. I really like Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Um, Wolfenstein. Shit. I don't beat games very often. That doesn't sound like it. Maybe you should beat a game. I'm trying to beat Metal Gear Solid. Do you... I mean, I didn't finish the
1: Swamper. Did you finish the Swamper? No. I liked where it was going. Time. And then...
0: School. The last like small game that I beat, I beat Grow Home. Okay. Like Grow Home. I don't know. I guess I should beat games more. I have Mad Max. I have barely even started that. Mad
1: Max. You should finish Max Payne three. I know. Like I'm, not, I'm not mad, but I think you'd like it.
0: I, I like every part I played of it. I just there's other games out that I want to play right now. How far did you get? I was in the favelas. Okay. And I like that part. I like the music to play when you walk down and there's a... I just hate playing games in favelas. I hate it. Why? Because I hate that the, the enemies can be everywhere. The verticality and the... And I think it's an interesting gameplay. Like, I hate it in Call of Duty too. Like, I just... The the color... I can't see anything. Like, I'm just bad at playing in them. It's a lot of brown. It's a lot of dark corners. And then, like, reds. I don't know. But I like Dying Light cause I feel like Dying Light takes that... Favela esque space, but spreads things out enough. Would you be Dying Light? I want to be Dying Light. Too. Dying Light's really long, apparently. So, maybe I'll beat a game
1: one day. What game would you want to beat besides MGS5? The
0: Witcher 3. That's the one I really want to beat. What happens when Fallout 4 comes out? Are you going to play the shit out of it? Yeah, but, but I mean, like... beat it Oh, am I going to drop everything?
1: No, I mean, I know you probably are, I mean, I probably am too, but you said you like Fallout Story more than you like the Skyrim Fantasy stories, or the, uh, not Skyrim, I, I always Scrolls. play the mainline Fallout Stories,
0: I always finish those. You finish Fallout 3's
1: mm-hmm. main story? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And all the DLC. DLC. I burned Fallout 3 down, like, <laughs> I did all of Fallout 3. New Vegas, not as much, um, and I always mean to get back into it, because I liked it more.
1: You should play, I, I know I told Cold you this.
0: Blues? No.
1: I know your opinion on Old World Blues has been established. No, I mean Dead Money. You should play Dead Money.
0: Yeah, I want to play that. Because I also like the, I liked the one in Fallout 3 where you're a prisoner. Because Dead Money is fucking hard. Because you start with nothing. Oh, I love those. I love those. Because you do that in um The Pit. pit. And that's like my favorite one. Welcome to The Pit. Because I had to like hit people with screwdrivers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Ah. Yeah. That's real hard. Motherfucker. All right, Dylan. Dylon. Anything else you want to talk about? Any other games you've been playing? Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, 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 mm. Um, I kind of just want to tell you about this article. Sure. The terrifying comedy of Mario glitches. Sure. What was this? This is a Kill Screen article. And I looked at the video. Hmm. It's by this guy. His YouTube vi- uh, channel is called Vine Sauce, and I've seen that video channel before. But apparently, what he does is he corrupts games, and then keeps playing them in more and more deteriorated states. That's pretty cool. So the video on here is of him playing Mario sixty four, mm-hmm. and he just keeps corrupting the game data more and more. So he plays it like he plays the start like five different times, and then shows, and it just gets. It gets
0: weird. There's his a, face falls off.
1: Yeah, there's a pa- There's a part where, like, Mario's animations is him standing sideways. So he just hovers above the ground, but his body is parallel to the ground. So is he corrupting them with, like, a PC? I have no idea how he's doing it. That's hilarious. They, like, screw up proportions and extrude proportions. They map. Oh, yeah, God. that that's the part I'm talking about. <laughs> like, snaps his spine back.
0: <laughs> he's manipulating some values that are yeah. probably that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got cut off again dylan that's okay but we'll try again next week and we'll try to see if we can fix this problem But i think we gotta work i think no matter what we're i don't know what's going on I think We're recording too long too long at a time i don't know i don't know i don't know dylan i have to make break music yeah make break music i make music in general nah. bye dylan bye